Hello, 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 everyone out there. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Kimboology. You guys, we have a full house right now. We have three people in the yes. studio. And this has never happened before. We have three mics. Yeah. Shout, shout out to us, guys. So, well, as you know, you have my co-host here, Becky. <laughs> Say hi. Hey, guys. And then we have our guest this week, guys. It's Joey. My husband. My, True. My I partner. feel so honored to be like a part of this experience. Like, you know, Aww. seeing your growth too. You guys have been like, you know, from the beginning and like listening now. And now here we are like celebrating episode 74, which Yo. yes, 74. Thank you for bringing it. Cause we always end up, end up like telling this, the number, like <laughs> when we're like 40 minutes in. Right. So it's episode 74. Thank you, Joey. What is that in Spanish? You could do the honors. That is 74. <laughs> yeah. You sure? Yes. You know, it's so funny because I, I always mix up the 60 and yes. the 70. <laughs> Me too. 60 or 70, right? I have to stop, especially when I'm speaking like uh. Spanish like clients. I'll be like, all right, say it the right way. Say it the right yeah. way. Ooh, they're going to be like, what was that? Right? Seven you or six? Bro, you're $10,000. Okay. <laughs> okay. And we'll get into that, guys, because Joey is a realtor. He will help you buy a house. So, yes. But he also gets yeah. scammed in Mexico all the time because of that. <laughs> True. <laughs> if they take. I have a, a nice face, so they're like, oh this, my guy's, God. this guy's easily scammable. <laughs> Becky just rolled her eyes. <laughs> no, so it's bad. Cool. Becky like wants to, to haggle prices with everybody. It's bad. Like, she gets a thrill from it. I think, she, I think she, there's a thrill of the chase. That's got to be I'm it. I'm just like, That's all right, first price, it. here you go. Let's go. Let's I keep can. it moving. Oh, wait. I got I to gotta do it too, guys. 74. Yeah. Okay. Nung sang sam si ha hok jet. Hok jet. Jet. Nung sang sam si jet sip si. Nung Sang Sam Si, yeah. 74, Jet Sip Si. That's 74 yes. in Thai. Joey says he lives from when I ta- speak in Thai. No, it's one of when my, I, count. I, I love that. Aw. Kap Kun Ka. That's how you say thank <laughs> what you. Is, what is that? Okay. Kap Kun Ka. Kap Kun Ka. You, you're a man though. You would say Kap Kun Kap. Kap Kun Kap. Joey was like, okay. He like, <laughs> I got real nervous. Yeah, I you did. Yeah, you did. It's Kap Kun Krap. Kap Kun Krap. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even going to try <laughs> no, to say it. I don't want to disrespect the language. Oh, you're yeah. not, though. Honestly, Thai people are very complimented when you when you try yeah. to speak Thai. It's really or, like, it's not like French people. Like, they're right. like, Bitch, it's like what? Mexicans, Yo, too. People. They always appreciate when yeah? you try. Unless you're one of their own, but. That's yeah, then you get shamed. Right. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's that I've shame there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, okay. So if other people try to speak Spanish, it's fine. And like you have know, an so accent. I heard right. someone say this recently. If you if you talk bad and then you say, "Lo siento, estoy practicando," and then like all of a sudden, they're, they're oh no really? Yeah, like if you, if they hear that you're practicing, they're like, "All right, like let, they'll let give you a pass." But even yeah. if you're like Hispanic, they're gonna look at you shady, right? Oh, they're gonna look at you shady if you're yeah. Mexican. Shady boots. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. oh yeah. The well, girls are mad. They be mad. Are they upset. They're visibly <laughs> upset. Well, guys. So before we we have to mention that Joey has been on the show before, guys. So if you yeah. recognize his voice, I am a repeat customer. Yes, he was on the show. This was <laughs> like original investor. Yeah, you were. Yeah, shout out to yes, Joe. Joey's gonna teach us some things about the monies and all that. Well, he has already. If you go back to episode nine, which we looked up, in episode nine, it was called "I Love Money," featuring Joey Martinez. And yeah, so I really because pre- the thing is, guys, finance is something that I feel and like li- financial literature in itself is something that 
I feel like in the black and brown communities, we don't talk. It's not like conversational. Like we don't bring up stocks and bonds and estate planning and all that shit. You know what I mean? I think too about our culture. Our culture was so involved in just surviving. Right. So so basically our culture was raised upon unsurvival skills. You know, now that we access to education and you know uh, the it's the information age you can literally google anything you right. know so it's like now the knowledge is being spread yeah and there's I more opportunity it. so I, I think it's wonderful i love it i love it and i'm like always like trying to like joey share your knowledge with us like you have yeah. he has so much knowledge I'm a like keeper i'm not sharing anything today. apparently no. well he's a recipe <laughs> gatekeeper right he's living up to his colonizer roots <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> We'll get into that, guys. And like, you know, if you guys went on our live on Instagram, we did go live. We were a little late, but we did. We're trying to make that consistent, guys. We're trying to come right. be live every Mondays at seven when we're all recording at seven p.m. Central Time um, when we get together and record. Just because we want to have more interaction with you guys, we sang Happy Birthday to Becky. Yeah, that was so sweet. Thank and, you. Yeah, you're welcome. We've Happy got our Miley's cupcakes. Her birthday's on the 15th, which is Friday. Yeah. Make sure you guys send her a Venmo. Yeah. Cash app that hoe. Every dollar right. counts. Right. Every dollar counts. What's your Apple pay 25 though? cents a day. <laughs> Can keep this girl <laughs> a happy gal. There you go. She'll buy more skin products because this bitch is all about... She literally spends all her money on like makeup and skincare. I, I do. Yeah, bitch. You are the self-care queen. She's a VIB rouge. Yeah. Jo- well, actually, it's funny. Joey uses my VIB status to get like What's that? discount at Sephora. You, oh, really? Yeah. Depending on how much money you spend every year. They Damn. Give you, like, status. And you so, got your gold card at, at Sephora. I'm a, I'm a rouge gal. Bitch. So I'm a VIB You got rouge. your black card over there? Damn. Yeah, I guess because yeah, it has like it's like a credit card and everything. She's like, but Joey, wait, wait, I could charge it to the credit card too. Oh no, I think they would ask you for ID. Oh, damn, yeah. damn, Joey's about to rack up your credit card. <laughs> right. he's like, like that's man. my wife, right. whatever. No, but he literally pretends he's my husband. Like he tells <laughs> the girls, he's like, yeah, I'm shopping for my wife, so you can get the discount. He's right, like, I'm oh, I bet they live. Discount. I bet they live. No, they live. They yeah. eat it up. I bet. They yeah. eat it up. Because remember, when I was working at Victoria's <laughs> Secret, I would love when the guys would come in like, I'm trying to shop for something for my wife. You really? Victoria's like, Secret? Really? I did. So did oh, Jessica. Yeah? yeah? Shout yeah. out to Jessica. No, I heard the, that brand that was very like militant. Like there was no bullshit, like super like... I like mean, working for them, you know, like, yeah, it was, like you, it actually you looks good around. on your resume. Like, like had to, yeah, know, th- their standards of performance were super yes. tight. Yeah. I was surprised when I, cause I, when I got this like sales job, like they saw Victoria's Secret on there. They were like, Oh, I was like, what? Yo, cause you guys had some wild numbers that you had to pull, right? right? Like you guys, they, were the pressure held, held to it, a quota. Yeah. They were like, open up credit cards. Mind you, I'm like 17, I'm like 19, 17, like. I don't give a fuck. Like, I just want free bras <laughs> and free perfume. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm just here for the underwear. But literally, I would sit there and just fold panties for hours. I'm like, all right, this is whack. You know, like. Yo, but how would, uh, I mean, what would it be like, though, like, when you guys would have to, like, put the store back together? Because I, oh, I worked in retail, too. Utter. So I used to work for The Gap. Oh, The um, Gap. Yeah. Shout out to The Gap. I got stock in Gap. What's up? That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, they just did a, a collaboration with like Easier, didn't they? They well, that's why I bought the stock because yeah. I was like, oh, they finna like make money, money, money. So yeah. I mean, anything that mm-hmm. dude puts his name on makes I mean, money. So true, true. Right. So they got a hex on their family. They got some what do you call it? Like a like a mojo in their family or some shit because they they be killing it. So shout out to your face. No, a back. hex is a bad thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is a mojo a bad thing or a good thing? No, mojo's like you know. 
Like, what, like flows through your veins, you know? I'm sorry, what? Like your swagger, oh, you know? Okay, okay, mojo. Okay, that's right. Well, they, whatever they got, they got money for, for days, so. But yeah, you Wait, know, we so all... you guys would have to put everything, like, back together? Yeah, that, that panty bar was our nightmare, and it was just, like, you always, we would hate, we would sit there for hours folding on the panties, and some bitch would come run through and just be like, and then, like, my hours of work would be gone in a second. That's and I would just be crazy. like, and then, so if you ever go to the panty bar and you see somebody there folding, like, I'll grab it for you. What do you need? Cause it's like, they will yeah. not, like if you go there and fuck their panties up. Oh my God. So I used to be a denim expert when I worked at the Gap. Come so on now. I used to have to fold all the jeans. There was a certain like form that we had to follow when we fought the jeans. And then you'd have to like put the sticker like a certain way. And like when the denim wall was done, that shit looked pristine. But come on now. Or someone co- would come. Whoosh. Looking for a thirty-two, thirty-two, and just fucking fuck everything up. Right, and you're just like, my soul hurts. Right, it's, it's so long organizing. It's a pride when you, yeah. you know, when it looked beautiful. You'd be like, damn, I did that. Yeah, and some asshole comes in and just. Right. But to me, it also shows, like, from a business side, like how unsustainable like retail experiences are right now. Like, you can't. You spent. You have this all this overhead for real estate. You know for things that you want to keep a certain way that you're paying people yeah. to do like it doesn't really make sense you know like I think that's why I love the Glossier brand and their pop-ups yeah they don't we have, yeah I, she took me to one yeah, yeah I took him um and pretty much at Glossier all of their products are out in the open and so they don't ever have a brick and mortar they they think they have one in New York and they okay. have one in LA and they just open a third one in uh, Miami. Okay. But they have a pop-up right now in Portland and I think Paris too. Oh. Um, but yeah, you go and everything's out in the open and it was you cute. can test stuff. And then literally there's not even a register, Joe. Like the associates kind of just like walk around with iPads. Very Apple-like. Yeah. So then once you are ready to like get your stuff, you tell them what you want. They place an order on the iPad. You pay for it right Oh, and there. they bring it out to you. And then you go in the back and there's like, they bring it out to you in a bag. Yeah, I remember that now. Like yeah. service merchandise? Yeah, oh my like God. Like service merchandise. Yes. How did you know about oh service God. merchandise? Oh my God. Did, did you ever go to a service no, merchandise? No, but I've heard, it, like it was, Yo, it's an old school. It was move. There uh, was one by our house. I uh, right yeah. Her. Yeah, Joey lived like, a block away from it. Well, speaking we of all the time, we were little kids. Speaking of, <laughs> so us. so we have Joey here, and like <laughs> they don't really know the backstory of like how we know each other in that sense. So oh, let's yeah. just let's actually dive deeper. And you just mentioned it right now Deep that you enjoy like live nearby, or you guys grew up. Yeah. Here. So, so how how long have you known Joey, and what's your backstory? Well, we're both from the same neighborhood, um, and Joey and I kind of n- didn't run necessarily in the same circle, but kind of. Mm-hmm. And then he was also a bartender at like the local like watering hole for a long time. And the South side? On the South side. The green olive. Yeah. The green olive. Oh my o- God. Yeah, yeah. The green olive. You went there before? Yeah. You know what I did? I Joey, took Do you remember there? that? I put green olive on my, on my resume. <laughs> I remember that shit. You did. Remember that? Yeah. I was trying to get like a bartending job. Where was that? Shit. I don't even remember. Things we do I've had friend. 20 million jobs. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but I remember that. I know hey, the green olive because of Joey, that. You hit up Joey to be like, hey, where did you work before? Yeah. I think that, I forgot what, we, what scam we were pulling, but we were pulling some scam. Right. And <laughs> I was like. Boss. Okay. Yeah. I think do. I was. You I literally. Know, no. Yeah. High key. That's what you have to do. And Joey, sure. shout out to you because Joey was down. He was all about it. He's like, just put this. Da, da, da. 
like all this shit. I was like, okay. I was trying to get a bartending job. Yeah, right. Something like that. Because you, where were you bartending most? I know. I worked at like a bank. I worked at a hotel with like in like the banquet hall and like did like serve. Didn't you do somewhere downtown? Oh, I was trying. Right. I think I was trying to get the job at the Ace Hotel. Yes. Yeah. Why didn't they hire you? Fuck that place. I know. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them hard. But whatever. Anyways, go on. How you guys met? Oh, yeah. So then um, we, you know, he worked at the bar in my neighborhood that I was always at. And then. <laughs> she was a bar rat. She was a <laughs> bottle rat. Right. Like, Crystal. <laughs> With your big ass uh, blue moon or whatever. Right. <laughs> no, so, then, so, but we got introduced formally um, through my comadre, Julie. What's and a comadre? My a comadre is I am the godmother to her child. Gotcha. The godmother. The godmother. The godmother. So then um, this was in like early, two th- like late 2015, I think we got introduced formally. You guys her. got married? Yeah. And then we, <laughs> we with that true. same group of friends, we kind of like all like we kind of had this like merging of friend, friend groups. Um we planned a trip to go to my parents' condo and like, I was even like, I mean, I was on like kind of like a, we would party together kind of thing. Yeah. And At this point she wasn't even res- responding. Yeah. She was in a three to five business day. Joey. Un- yeah. Unfortunately <laughs> was in like, the category. with this girl? Like, well, Kim, I think Kim was in response. that category for a, oh, a yeah. time. <laughs> oh yeah. Becky doesn't, I'm she'll sorry, pay you dust. Guys. She's an Aries I'm down. Sorry. Dust in the wind. I'm sorry. It's, I just can't help. I'm just, you should see, actually, right now, my mom was just yelling at me because I have four open boxes of cereal at the house that only I eat. And she was oh like, God. why? And I was like, well, I got bored of that flavor. So I just I'm fucking done. <laughs> so anyways. So you yeah. need a new flavor of the week? Right. right? So then Joey, um, you know, we planned this this trip and everyone flaked out when it was time to to book our tickets and Joey was like, let's just go even if it's me and you. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. And I wasn't even that close with him. I was like, I'm down. Like, he's a cool ass dude. I always have a good time with him. Like, yeah, he seems really nice. Like, I'd go on vacation with him for like, was it like 10 days or some shit too? We oh were, yeah, that's We were going to be there for a while. Like, and you were just stop. <laughs> okay. And then that's when it rekindled and you guys got super close from yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah. So, from that trip. So we planned this trip and we went together and we just had a great time. Like, yeah. I think too, I was also in a weird place because around that time, it's crazy how things happen almost the same. My grandmother, my dad's mom had just died. Oh, shit. And I didn't even know if we were still going to be able to go on this trip because like things were so chaotic. And um, so I ended up going with Joey and like me, you know, like... Oh, I th- I think that for a long time there was an old version of myself that always had a wall up with people. Yeah, for and sure. And I think I've grown out of that a little bit. I'm not as bad. So like, my I was in such a vulnerable place that my wall was completely uh-huh. down. Okay. So like, and this is and Joey because now that I know him and I know how he is, he thrives on those like toxic ass connections at first. You know, we're like, Whoa. it's like we're. <laughs> Can you edit no, it out? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it, no, because listen, it's it, listen. I it's funny, right? Everything happens for a reason because we're super close now. Like they're, we had the yeah. best. We they're always like, like think back on that trip, and we had the best time, right? Yeah. You know, well, you know, but isn't like, it funny because I feel like me and you got tight 
when we went to New Orleans. Oh my God, that's Because right. me and her were yeah. on that, bitch, I'm not talking to you for five days type of thing. <laughs> but then when we, but then me and her. Yeah. Yeah. It looks me, like such a fine, fun trip. Well, me and Becky got there early, just me and her, right? We had, we flown in a few days before, but it was just me and you. Yeah. And so, and she was like, she put, she basically, that's why I call her travel back because Remember that's when, when she. travel was just like so easy and attainable. Oh my God. And like Literally. Not, that's why like I can't even deal with it right now. <laughs> I can't. Well, the thing is, it is attainable, guys. You just got to plan in advance. All right. Well, this bitch okay. had a whole itinerary <laughs> no, for New Orleans. And she's like, else. let's every go to like every single minute. Yeah. And I was We're just like. to the cemetery. But literally, I just like went along for her <laughs> itinerary. And I was like, okay, it's fine. Let's you, go. Yeah, that's the thing. If you go with it, like it's a vibe. But and it's a vibe. Right. Like, it's a vibe. No, but yeah. people like Joey's <laughs> are always resistant to it at first. And it's just like cave in, surrender. You, just, you know, I surrendered. I surrendered and I was very happy at the moment. And then at the, it, we like ended our like beginning honeymoon. Tra- me and her yeah. topless eating Cheetos like yeah. after we went out and we we're just like, sitting in the room topless. Just well, talking it's, shit. Who says romance is dead. I know. Right. <laughs> we were like eating Cheetos. Well, it's funny because me and Joey's trip, people legit thought we were on our honeymoon, too. Cause we were, again, because I was in like. I was on some like, can you just hold me? Like that's where I was at, Kim. Like, well, right? Very needy. Yeah, oh. I was in a very needy place, and I think people picked up but on that. Well, you're always needy during. Doesn't, she doesn't show that side of her. But no, like when she's traveling, like, she sounds very needy. Because I remember you would tell me like Joe was sick of my ass because I was just all up on him because you were just like traveling with him. Oh and you were, like, yeah, you'd be oh, on no, him because he had a day. No, he had a day where he was really hungover, uh-huh. and so I kept. Um, this was on our last trip, so I I was like literally. Nursing Joey, like <laughs> back to life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I literally had him next to the pool with like several towels over him. <laughs> oh and I just had the I waiter. Felt like shit. I felt no, I felt like shit. Joey. I had the waiter. I've had, I've had hung- hangovers before, but that one, that one was for the books. I he couldn't like, even talk. He couldn't oh even talk. God. Like I was just like, I'm not but, 21 anymore, Kim. No, you're not. <laughs> you sure the fuck are not. I know I look like it and I act like it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, them na- damn bitch, my feet hurt. Okay, right? yeah. literally. Well, that's cute. Yeah, that's I love their story. Yeah. I love how they like fell in love with each other because it was cute. It was very much like we went on a vacation together. Yeah, and it was just... funny because I came back from that trip and everyone was like, "Who's this guy you were with?" And I was <laughs> like, "New husband." No, right. and it's funny because people people did think we were together too. Yeah. They they were like, "Oh my god!" They scam. They scam. <laughs> they do. But Kim thought too. She did. She's like, "Is that one?" Yeah. Yeah. I remember you asked me. You're like, "Who's that guy you were with?" Oh, because like, this is like this is so is me she and booed up. Or well, me what? and Joey got really honestly i got tighter with joey through you guys right you through you becky through through our yeah you met joey through me i did uh-huh. i met joey through you i don't joey do you remember the first time that we interacted i don't i think it was at my friendsgiving first, you, that was that was the first time we yeah yeah that friendsgiving i think that's when i kind of met everyone yeah you know? friendsgiving at your mom's yes Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And you made mac and cheese and everything. Yeah, that was the there one. Was a lot okay. Of food that day. Oh yeah, that, we she threw the fuck down. It was. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like Mac I can't remember. Cause I know. Joe. So do you? Joey's a really good like caterer. But anyways, go on, go on, go on. Well, no, I'm just yeah. We're <laughs> just trying to reminisce, like you know, like because now oh, we, we have this met. like li- like we have like on our friend group, like we all have like little circles, and then like some of us are tighter than others, and right. like we have our own individual friends, you know, that we kind of like, you know, we have our own like relationships with our own like you know individuals and stuff like that. So, but all in all, we all love each other, and we all like really support each other. And I feel like during the pandemic, aka the Panera Express, <laughs> uh, we got really tight in the group chat because. We we're all like at home and like I know for a fact guys that I felt so seen because I you know guys I'm the only black one in the 
in our group of friends in a sense. Right. It's most they're all Latinos. They're all like you're Latinx. Not, you're not Puerto Rican. Fuck you. That's right. I mean I'm by injection. She's Dominican. By injection. Have you guys seen that one internet thing that's going on with the girl she tries on that? She's like, I feel real Puerto Rican. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I feel real Rick Puerto Rican. Yeah. Rican. No, that's that's uh that's just by injection, guys. No, you oh, could I, honestly if you wanted to say um, Oh, I could. You yeah. know Brazilian. I could say if you I tell me say you're all of it, yeah, I would believe it. I'm ambig- it ethnically ethnic, ambiguous, ambiguous. So yes. I look like a lot. When I went to Fiji, I looked just like these motherfuckers out there. Are I mean they're twins. They thought I was. They were like, You're Fijian, right? I'm like, no. But y'all, y'all look just like me, so I guess I might be. But <laughs> no, I mean, I live. I love that I look like anything and everything. Come yeah. on now. I, I'm a chameleon. She's a woman of the world. Right? right? She's what a global I? citizen. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Not America with three Ks. Right. I'm just kidding. No, where was I? What did we just talk about? <laughs> Fuck. This is why... This is why it's struggle bus when it's like three people or high. Oh, guys, the strain of the day is Lowell's. We smoked again the um, the Happy Hybrid by Lowell. I kept saying it wrong. It's not Lowell. It's Lowell. Right. Lowell Farms or whatever. Like and Lowell, then, Indiana? Like Lowell, Indiana. Yeah. Just like, See, like that's saying. how I knew how to say it, too, because I told Kim, I was like, yeah, there's a Lowell, Indiana that's not too far from us. Right. And I was like, what? I didn't. I didn't boonies, yeah. but. It is. Shout out to our (laughs) listeners in Lowell, Indiana. There you go. Oh my God. Is racism live and breathe there too? (laughs) There's a lot of Mexicans there. It's mostly farms. What's up? It's mostly farms. Is racism live and breathe there? (laughs) There's quite a few Mexicans who own the farms over there. Yeah. Okay, cute, cute. Mm -hmm. Because I had a whole, like Joey knows, I had a whole racist stint in like Hobart, Indiana. That's right. Yeah. Joey remembers. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Like Joey and Joey was like, I'm so sorry. He like apologized on the behalf of all of Indianians or whatever the <laughs> yeah, fuck was like. That's not cool, dude. Like, yeah, it's, you know, like I was where, on where it's not 1960. It's I know. 2020. Like everyone has a right to be everywhere. You know, do you know I mean? the story back? Yeah. When you were at the gym. Yeah. I was, I was mm-hmm. filming that, that pilot thing. And, right. it was at a and gym. they told you that you couldn't work out there. I couldn't were touch the gym. Yeah. I couldn't your touch Your other them. non-white. Yeah. Um, or they were white. actors They were letting them ever use right. the, the equipment. I couldn't touch it. They were like, you can't, you can't, but they can or some shit like that. I was like, <laughs> I'll be outside. <laughs> this sucks. Like, I'm like, yeah, it, it was, it's just one of those. I And then I went and I drove to Southern Illinois and I was on the phone with Becky and like, I was like, bitch, racism still lives and breathes down right. here. So, but yeah, it's just, you know, it's the world we live in. But, you know, we'll get into that because, you know, all the guys, the episode today is going to be about the Great Recession and how I know that a lot of people had a huge... No, just, the Great Resignation. <laughs> the Great Recession. Yeah, oh my God. I was like, wait, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, wait, Kim. <laughs> I'm on the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> the great Recession. Wait, what, what did I say? Re- resig- great Recession. I recession. I'm thinking of the, um, the Great Depression. The Great Depression, mm-hmm. I am. No, the Great Resignation, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what resignation, they called it? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, during the pendulce. Oh, that's what I was saying. During the pandemic, I, I appreciated that in the group chat where I'm like the only black person in there and I have, you know, all my Latinx community, like fam- like friends and they really, I felt more seen. I felt like I could actually talk about like, you know, like when the George Floyd movement happened and God rest his soul, you know, that mm-hmm. did break, that did, um, I feel like open the door to more conversations that I feel like I'd necessarily, not that I wanted to bring, I didn't want to bring down the group chat all the time. You know what I mean? Right. Talk about like racism and shit. Like, Cause well, you like, can you talk about whatever you want to talk about, you know, and like to your point, like you that's some 
just because you're black doesn't mean you have to bring that up, you know, right. while your friends are not black. You exactly. Know? And then but, my but thing but is... The, but you get, it's, I'm not saying it because we want you to. I'm just saying, like, it's not your work to do that. It's right. our I'm work tired. to do that. I'm, li- I'm exactly. every day as a black woman. Like, right. I don't want to necessarily talk about it in the group right. chat all the time mind you like i only felt too i really could talk about this with certain people no offense like i didn't think that our entire group of friends really really understood it on a level of like me like oh, like how they like i always felt i could go to becky and just be like tell like talk to becky and she just gets it in that sense but like i felt like it was like an even playing field where everyone mm-hmm. can just talk about it have an open conversation and like ask questions like i I, I am I live I want to have that more of that in a sense of like I can feel more comfortable right, right. I even it even opened up with my family like right. my sister my sister-in-law is Italian she's white and she's going to be raising half Asian half Thai babies wait half Italian half Thai babies yeah and so her daughter is going to look Hispanic um Hispanic wow that doesn't make sense <laughs> um she's going to look Asian she's Asian you right. know and that's going to be what most people see of her right and so she literally was like him I want you to teach this to my daughter like I'm a white Italian girl and like my daughter is going to be Asian so like you know right. I-, I love that though I was just right. like really pleased and really happy that I at least got to like have that more of that Talk with you guys that. deeper yeah because I didn't feel like not that I like y'all were like shaming me i just i don't know like you said i just didn't really want to go there all the time you know i just didn't really plus i just didn't know if y'all would understand to be honest with you right so but now that now that we you know have the that veil open, is lifted exactly but that's what yeah. i feel like is a true what like a true testament of like what true friendship is is like that vulnerability and saying things right. and being open about stuff because that's where you thrive and then learn you know right like it's it, it i'm so happy that you did open up well, shout out to you guys because I, I forgot what it was, but like you, I wasn't the one that started. I know somebody was in the group chat talking Honestly, about it. Honestly, at this point, I feel like th- that whole year now is becoming more and more of a blur. Really? It really like, is. Like, just it's just like a whirlpool of things that I'm like, I kind of remember this. I kind of don't. It was very like, much that. Definitely. I feel like we're, I think pretty soon people are really going to start to reckon with how much they've been in survival mode for the last two years. I think you're right, Becky. Like, I think that's kind of, like, where we're headed right now. Well, I think now. that's what we're seeing. I mean, right. look, at the, look at the, like, way that people are acting. Like, I know here in Chicago where we live, like, we're seeing, like, a lot of, like, bre- uh, people breaking into cars and, sh- sh- like, shoot, like, more so than when we live in Chicago, but, like, more, I would say more so than normal, wouldn't you say? I think so. Because it's, yeah. now it's a level of, like, just be careful. Like, don't have right. shit in your car. Like, I had, a, I remember last week, we recorded last week, I had to drive, I had yeah, to go with Becky to get gas. Get gas. Yeah. At the end of the it session. Was, it was late. We finished late. It was, like, 11. Yeah. And I needed gas. And I was like, can you please come with me? Because also... Well, I'm not gonna, because then I'm gonna call out where she. <laughs> I love you, <laughs> Becky. Becky's good. Before she'd be like, so, and I'd be like, bag. But she's catching herself now. Shout out to you. I just didn't want her. I was like, go to this gas station. I didn't want her to right. go to the wrong uh-huh. gas station at this late uh, by herself, just because I want to get yeah, fucked with. Gas stations are a little seedy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you, it's like just one person and you know the gas attendant well they can't even afford to have like security you know why would they yeah um, it's like you you there by yourself getting gas it's on you so but yeah so i mean i just i loved that i could at least have that with you guys afterwards so it made me feel good and um but this but this episode is going to be about the great resignation not the great 
whatever I just said. <laughs> I'm like, whatever I said. Um, because, you know, Joey's going to talk about his story of, you know, also his, you know, basically he was a part of it. His career path. Yeah, he was a part of it. And like, you know, last time we talked about like the finance and stuff and like, I I just want people to kind of hear your story and we can just dive deeper into that. And then also I, I want to hear your experience because even though Joey guys, I mean, his name is Joey to us, Joey Martinez, but you are, your, your name, your government name is what, Joey? Jose Luis. Jose Luis Martinez. Yeah. Say it again. Say it again for the girls. Yes, Papi. Jose Luis. <laughs> Wait, yes. talk in the middle low of the mic. There we go. There you go. Yeah. You hear Jose Luis. There we go. Is that better? Uh-huh. Yes, much oh, better. Okay. Yeah, so as you can if you guys saw him in the live, you know, Joey is white passing, okay? And he knows that. <laughs> so <laughs> Becky is sh- fucking dying over here. If he's like he's a specimen. <laughs> But, be, but Becky will if call herself the, out too. She's yeah. like, I could be white passing. I'm white passing too. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's nothing wrong with talking about what's real. You no, know for I mean? sure. It's like, yeah. And then I, I mean, Joey, I'm speaking for you. I'm sorry. He's also working. <laughs> right. <I'm> Joey, <laughs> you're not going to sell a house right now. I'm in a multiple bidding war right now. Oh, you really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Are you really? Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, guys, so that way Joey can bid on this house and we're going to smoke a little bit and then we'll be right back. Yes. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimboology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. And we are back, everyone. Okay, guys, you know what it's time for? It's time for meditate, masturbate, and or medicate. Yes. This week, guys. I love uh, the emphasis on the and or. Right? Because I'm like, because you know what? Some guests are like, I want to talk about all three. And I'm like, sickening. Go for it. You know, like, who am I to stop you? You know? Um, but yeah, so but today, guys, we're going to go and talk. We're going to talk about meditate. Um, that's the um, that's the genre we're picking this week. And I want to go dive, a, dive deeper into the great resignation, which is a really big topic because, as you guys all know, when the pandemic happened, a lot of people were affected, as always. Everybody was affected. I mean, every single person. If you say you weren't affected by the pandemic, you're full of it. You're lying. You're full of shit. All you right? live on Mars. You live on <laughs> Mars. Or you live in like with Jeff Bezos in like, and space. space station. Yeah. Fuck him. Space Anyways. <laughs> but no um well joey fuck him like once an episode because i just i just <laughs> i need does. him to pay taxes I, I really need him to pay taxes no, it's killing uh, me yeah i have to pay taxes I, this, no, I did my taxes sure. guys i had to pay taxes and it just drives me absolutely Welcome nuts to being an independent contractor i know but well i've been yeah one. but what the I've fuck i know but how the wealth. how the wealth you know what I'm saying? You made the billions thing, of dollars. The thing is, is that he, that a part of that money is put to the side to, to figure out how he doesn't have to pay taxes. I see you. I hear you. No, and it, there's it's, no, it's, yeah. it's, they call it the tax code for a reason. You know what I mean? What's like, the tax? Can you tell, what is the tax code? So Joey, put us on. You know, like, you know, when people are talking like, oh, it's a tax write off or, oh, it's a tax deduction. Right. Yeah. Like there's a little literal book of code that is written for tax law deductions. And that's why people like him or like Donald Trump only paid 750000 because they know how to work the system. And these ro- rules and laws and regulations are written. And if you follow them, you can take advantage of it too. 
That's but how is that fair? You know, it's like that. I mean, I that, hear you. Though that's not a code that was made for the people. Yeah, exactly. that we know there that. was a bias it's called a code for a reason. Like you know, and we I mean? don't like, get that code. Right. The black and brown I mean, people it, don't get that you code. You do. You just have to find access to it and get a good. And where account. do we and have that? Right. You literally have to find a really good accountant. There's. I'm. I'm sure you probably missed. Did you do? You, who, who did you do your own taxes? Um, this year I got them done with the, somebody because I, I had a I had a lot. I had a W2, yeah. I had 1099. Did you keep track of your expenses though? Like oh, I sure the fuck did. Oh, I sure the fuck did. Okay. And even after claiming everything I still owed. So like, I just, okay, it's you disgusting. Were, you had a really good year then. Yeah. I mean like my thing, my thing is like, <laughs> no, not really, bitch. I'm really? not over here like making the, no. Okay. That's the thing. It's like, I, I'm a human being that just works like a regular, regular, regular job. I feel like, and I feel like. The more the more money you make, the like the more money you can pay people to help hide your money and like help you like insert Jeff Bezos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, well, this is and then, okay, guys, and this is why I wanted Joey on because Joey, if you, if you can tell, he's got a lot of knowledge and he's got a lot mm-hmm. of facts, and he put. I want him to. Well, I think it's I think it's uh, important that we share this information. Like you said, there are books, there's codes, there's and these are things that were passed like, down. Sorry, literally. N- sorry, I didn't mean no, to interrupt. Go ahead. But like, just a specific one. Like if you bought a certain type of class of car you were literally able to write it off on your taxes. Like I think really? it, like a, it, the car had to weigh a certain weight. And I guess the G-Wagon, Shut Mercedes-Benz up. G-Wagon weighed that certain weight. And if you used it for business, you were able to write it off. Like, the whole thing. So wow. if you actually, um, the busiest day of the year for dealerships is New Year's Eve because everyone comes and spends all the money so they don't have to... Um, write it off huh. uh, pay for to pay taxes on it. I didn't know why, that. Yeah, but why New Year's Eve though? Because it's, right it's the, the end year, of the fiscal of the, year. Yeah. So when you know our the year ends and that's when you're ta- so you have to go and spend that money before the year ends. Right. Oh, okay. So say they have a little extra money that they need mm-hmm. to spend before they it ain't extra money. It's just oh, like it's just they got their... a shit ton of money. They're like, oh. all right, I don't want to get taxed on this. Let me go buy something that's get going to be out. a write off. So if you like buy a, a, G- like a car, if you buy a G, right. there's like a, the, the car had to weigh a certain amount. So it's like six thousand pounds, maybe. I may be that that may be wrong, but I right. think. Like the Range Rover, a G wagon, and something else. Wait a else. minute, this and makes you, sense. And if you were able right. to, and if you bought it, you can immediately write it off on your on your taxes. And this makes sense that you see a lot of these celebs wear right. the G wagons, the Land Rovers, right. the Ranges, like exactly. Wow. And now, so the demand is for is so high right now on the G wagon. Like the G wagons are going for like two hundred thirty thousand dollars. Oh like, wow, that's they, a house. They can't, they can't even keep up with the production. What? Mm-hmm. And it's just because, like you said, if you're smart enough or whatever, can learn how to um, not manipulate because you're just really just going. These are rules. These are just rules that are Mm -hmm. in code, I guess. And if you follow them, then you can basically fly under and Mm -hmm. not pay taxes and all this stuff and or not just that tax write offs, tax deduction. No, you definitely Mm -hmm. want an attorney that has studied tax law, like their profession is that, or not an attorney, I'm sorry, uh, an accountant that specializes in tax law because those are the ones that are going to find you the, the, quote unquote loopholes and mm. tell you a lot of people also sit down and they do strategies. They're like, all right, how much did I make this quarter? Okay, this is going to go here. This is going to go there uh-huh. so that they know like when that, when the, you know, it's time to pay the taxes, like, okay, I'm going to, you know, reduce my tax, um, my tax debt. So I'm going to wow. do these certain things in order to do that. And a lot of it is smart, you know, cause uh, you can write off cars for you if you do it for, if you use a car for business Yeah, and it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. I want a fucking G wagon if I'm going to be doing this for work, you know? Wow. And they could, you could write the whole bitch off. Yeah. 
It's crazy. You guys, see, this is why we brought Joey on. So, okay. So I love that. Thank you, Joey. Just dropping gems and he's going to keep dropping them in the episode. I love it. Um, We should, we should invite, we should have like a questionnaire and like invite Joey back on. Oh my God. Yeah. They're all going to say, no, he sucks. No, (laughs) not even. Joey's got the knowledge, but like, I want to just share a little bit. Questions. If you're buying a house. If you're buying a house. Recipes. Recipes. He's not Joey. Recipes. Joey is a what is it? A I got sh- kind of mad for a second. I'm like, wait, you'd give it away to everyone? Right. I'm giving yeah. it to all, the, all of your listeners. He yeah, won't he even won't, give me his recipes. His wife. He won't even give yeah. his wife that recipes. We'll be right back after these sickening messages. All right, guys, we are coming back from some technical difficulties. <laughs> shout out to Rick. Shout out to yes, Rick Dog Productions. Sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. Literally. <laughs> shout out to Rick Dog Productions, guys. We had a little snafu with some of our technical uh, difficulties here. Bitch. This is our first time doing three mics in our studio. So Bitch. this is a learning curve for all of us. We're learning. We're crawling we out of the primordial ooze and we're elevating. <laughs> and me and Joey are like, what the fuck is going on? Clever girl. <laughs> <laughs> I look like I mean, like we're coming we're we're becoming fish out of like pond scum. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Okay, well, Becky said it there, guys. I'm just but kidding. <laughs> so you're pond scum. Right. Oh, so you're scum. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, sense. we were literally about to get into jo- Joey's story before our little technical difficulty. So we're gonna get back into that, guys. We're gonna go back and dive deeper into the story today, which is our meditate uh, portion of the show. And we're going to get into Joey's story of the Great Resignation, which, again, a lot of people experienced leaving their jobs and finding new opportunities. But with Joey's story, it's quite unique. So I wanted him to talk about it. So um, so how did this... So in a sense, when you first... You were working at a different job. Correct. Um, when you started, I mean, during the pandemic, right? So you had a job. Do you want, you don't have to name drop anything. You really don't. That's not what we do here. I'd rather not. Um, we're not. Because we don't want to <laughs> get sued, okay? Because right. uh, I don't got no money for y'all. Okay. Um, coming for you. So yeah, you, you were in operations and sales for this other type of job. It's like, you know, but basically, so what exactly happened, right? You were working in operations first? Yeah. So I started in the company working in the operations team and just slowly like, Worked my way up trying in different departments and got promoted and stuff. And then right before, I would say maybe in January before COVID hit, like, and, you know, every, I, for me, COVID hit on like March 16th, like around the same time. Uh-huh. That's yes. when like everything got weird. Yes. Um, so I had gotten promoted into a sales position in like the end of December because it was right before we went to Mexico. Oh, and I that's remember right. getting like the good news and being like super excited. I remember that yes. too. Yeah. And, um, you know, things didn't work out in that new position. And, you know, just I I was just like, I don't know if I want to do this. And, you know, at that time, I was supposed to be traveling. I was supposed to be going going to visit people. And I was a new kid on the block. And no one wanted to sit down and have a Zoom meeting with some new kid that that, that they wanted to work with. You know what I mean? So they were working with their old people. I got you. So I didn't. It was like I couldn't connect. I couldn't. You know what I mean? And I was just like, this just isn't a fit. And then um, so the opportunity to do real estate, you know, so I'd have I'd been licensed for almost seven years, but I did it very part time. Like very, like someone would ask me, like, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I can help you," and I'd maybe do one a transaction a year. Okay. And then I was like, you know, and I'd heard so much, so much things about real estate, and I was like, you know what? Let me just, you know, and Becky had always been like, "You need to jump in full time." Yeah, you need Becky. To, and I'd be like, oh, you know, because it's it's a risk. It's a huge risk because what's the risk? So you're an independent contractor, gotcha. and unless you produce, 
you're not getting paid. Right. So you can. So it's scary. It's a scary thought to leave your full time benefit job. I was used to a check on the first and the 15th. You knew that check was there. Consistency. Vacation time being like, oh, yeah, guys, I'm going to be gone for three weeks. Like, cover my desk. Yeah. See you later. Right. Also, I, you know, we come from an area of the city of Chicago. That's a very, very strong, like, union. Oh, like, yeah. So everyone, you, it is, like, ingrained through generation through generation. Success is measured by, like, you have a job. You're there nine to five, Monday through Friday. You have weekends and holidays off. Because even with, with what I'm doing, you know, in spite of, you know, I had a, you know, thankfully I had a a network with my parents. My parents let me live with them while I was building up my clientele um, in my early twenties when I became licensed because I do like, like I don't get, I get, I work off commission. Mm -hmm. And so even with that, you're an esthetician, right? right? Even with that, people like from my neighborhood would be like, what? Yeah. You don't have insurance. Mm You work the you work on Saturdays, you know, and mm-hmm. so that was always like me and Joe's dynamic because I understood, I I saw the talent in him and I saw the drive and because listen, my friend works, okay, yeah. he works his ass off, and so I was Joey like, was just taking a call yeah, right now. So I would I would be like in the middle of us recording, <laughs> right? We're like and Joey. the thing is like with my life, I've always had flexibility, you know, with mm-hmm. what I do, so I can like go to lunch on a Wednesday at 1 p.m. And Joey would always be like, oh, I'm so jealous. Like, right. I wish I was there. And I'd be like, I'm at the you office. You actually could be here if you just did the real estate thing full time. And we could be amazing, you know? And so I'd always tell him, but he was like, no, he was just too scared to do it. He'd <laughs> be amazing. No, I mean, and it's similar to, you know, kind of back up what you said. It's a, It's that idea, like... I think entrepreneurship and, you know, is not something it's it's not the safe way. You know it's what I mean? Harder. It's fucking like, hard. Go get a job with it's good a lot benefits, more you work. Know? Hell and like, yeah. And there's been multiple times where I've been like, all right, I'm going back. I'm really? You know, I, I've kept relationships with the people that I used to work with in the industry and just okay. just in case, because there's been moments where I'm just like, holy shit. Like where what did I do? You know, what did really? I get myself into? Yeah. But then well, you're having a bad week, you yeah. know, when it's slow, yeah. you just can't help but to panic a little bit. Deep mm-hmm. down, you won't say it out loud, but you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe but I won't go to lunch with my friend next week. Or, but at the same time, right? It's not. Again right, right. Okay. <laughs> but at the same time, right? When it comes to like selling a home, right? And you're like, um, basically, basically, you know, you're used to that check right every two weeks. But with you, it's like you could get like a larger lump sum yeah. with like selling a home. So it's like, it's not, it's like, what's the difference? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's why I was like, Joe, there's literally no risk. Like you're going to get well, out, quit the, your the job and you'll is, sell a so, house. What you make in a month, you'll make that in two transactions. Right. You know? Right. The risk is, is that it's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. Yeah. Like what yeah. I was just saying, I was literally on just on the phone. I was in a multiple bid offer. Right. Mm. So I had to go show that house. I had to go do work, run comps, do all that stuff. And if my offer didn't get accepted, I'm not getting paid. 
So okay. imagine the work that went through that, right? And so, you didn't get paid. Yeah. yeah. So yes. Yeah. So it's literally that's the risk. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, you, you do come across these sales, but mm-hmm. if you're not good at what you do and if you're not a hustler and if you're not, you know, you don't yeah. have, have the sauce, yeah. like you get lost. There's it and, is a s- and there's literally people right now that are struggling in real estate. Really? Yeah. All like I'm, I I'm constantly talking to other people like, well, you know, how what are you doing differently and blah, right. blah, Wow. Blah. Joey's yeah. out here mentoring other realtors. Honestly, but that's also it's a real thing and when when you get into a very specialized kind of trade, because mm. I've dealt with that where people come on board at the salon and they don't have the drive. They don't have the skill set needed to build rapport with their clients. You, they don't have the connections. They don't have the mentorship. Right. It Things can go sideways. You know, I know yeah. a lot of people that paid for like things like like aesthetic school or cosmetology mm-hmm. school and currently are have nothing to do with it, you know? I would also say, though, like, at the same time, both of you guys have a, a great, amazing personalities. Like, you're selling yourself, too. It, it is a lot of know, that, too. Like, and Joey, that's another thing. Yeah, People want to work with who they like. Right. right. They want to... Because you, you said you're spending 45 days with that person, yeah, right? at least. From the, probably from... Maybe even more sometimes, but yeah. probably from the um, the minute you make an offer to you get to the closing table, it can be anywhere. Sometimes it's longer if shit's fucked up, but most of the time it's between 30 and 45 What days. kind of shit would be fucked up? Girl. Yeah, no, tell us. <laughs> Listen, for the people out here trying to buy homes one day, we want to hear. Okay, so the most important thing, guys, is keep your finances in order. Just during this, during these 30 days, like, mm. keep that shit tight. Like, pay attention. Like, don't spend too much money. Pay everything on time. I just had a client that um, we, we kind of had a, a little snafu. Because he missed a mortgage payment and <gasps> now he can't get a new. It's not that bad. Like he oh, okay. he, he's, he owns a home. We figured out a different way, but literally the bank won't give him another loan, the t- type of loan that he wants to use mm-hmm. because of that one missed payment. And it was two days. Really? And, and the thing is, that's so absent-minded. People, yes. you just get, you just be busy and, and he you was forget. just like, you know, I totally forgot. You yeah. Know, it, was just, it was a busy month. And blah, blah. I was like, yeah, dude, we're going to have to wait for that to fall off. And it takes about 12 months for that. 12 you know, months? For that little check mark to fall. Yeah. The bank don't play. The bank will literally, they are doing a deep dive because this, this is their investment. They have to yeah. protect their investment. So they're, they're verifying your employment. Like there's, there's been people like, oh, I'm changing jobs. Nope. Yeah. You got to stay what you're doing mm-hmm. until we get to the close table i don't yeah. care no because the bank's gonna be like wait what's going on why did yeah. you change your jobs this guy's unstable pull back the loan wow or the appraisal so there's the depending on how you buy how you buy the home there's two two type couple types of different fan, financing some of the financing is require uh, requires an appraisal so basically a professional trained professional a licensed professional comes in and is like okay this house is worth this much and if it doesn't value match the value that you offered then it becomes a problem people mm-hmm. can argue people be like no my house is worth that no it's not so sometimes they have to sign an appraisal sign an appraisal gap so saying that if the house value doesn't come in I will pay the difference or some people are like well the house is not worth that I don't want it anymore wow. so there's just like a, or there's an inspe- inspection period Oh, the inspections. Yes. Yeah, like if your house fails an inspection. Yeah, you know, if you like know. say the roof's in a bad condition right. or the windows are Or improper, the plumbing or, or something. Or plumbing, stuff yeah. like that. So anything, you know, it's always exciting because you're just like, yes, offer, offer accepted. But I literally, do, it's very don't count your chickens. Or really? Speaking don't of chickens. Don't count your chickens. <laughs> right. Joey learned about how chickens, about guys. 
here at the compound. <laughs> <laughs> the compound, no. Utopia. The utopian compound. Yes. <laughs> but very, don't count your chickens before they hatch. Yeah. Because literally anything can go wrong. Literally today I was at a closing table. Yeah. The buyer side, um, we literally almost didn't close because the buy side didn't have a document from the sale of their last home. Oh and the new lender God. was like, nope, we're not giving this money. So we're Wait, What document? Like what? Um, the, the closing sheet that their house sold. Oh, and that that's important. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The bank wants to see everything. Okay. You got to like come correct, like military correct yes. style. Wow. Yeah. I mean, no, the thing is like, I see, I hear it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and like that there's a lot that goes into selling a home or buying a home, you know, um, you know, right now, you know, we're just in the time of our life where we, we I'm st- we're still currently, you know, cohabitating with my mother and our, you know, my little brother. And we did that since the pandemic and we've been cohabitating very well. Honestly, that mo- that woman's got a whole new ass family, so I don't even see my mama. <laughs> Pudge and Knots like bye. She's got a cat sister. I got a cat sister, and she's got her new man. Let her so. live her life. Oh, she's living listen, life. listen. I'm like, go ahead, Pudge and Knot. Do you? <laughs> Becky misses her. She's Pudge-Nott. like, where's Pudge and Knot? I'm like, she's doing her thing. <laughs> that is such a cool name. Yeah, Pudge and Knot. Do you say it like that? Pudge and Knot. Okay. Pudge and Knot. Yeah. Her name was Pudge. Her name. Her name was because she's married now, or she was married. Pudge and Knot. pun. Oh. Pajanat Dinkompon. Dinkompon is But now she's Pajanat Davis. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, my, my dad, rest in peace, passed away. And even though she wants to wear, marry her boo or her, 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 her boyfriend, which I love, I love her boyfriend. He's a really good guy. That's nice. Yeah. That's shout good. out to Wade. He's a really good guy. Um, yeah. But it's like they're, you know, they got their own house and all that stuff yeah. too. But, anyways, back to. Back, Bye, Pudgeonot. <laughs> I know we stand. We stand, my mom, whatever. This is a Pudgeonot um, stand station. <laughs> I know, apparently. No, I, lo- I love that you're giving this knowledge, Joey, because I think it's really vital because we're all, I mean, like, you, I mean, I feel like we're in the ages now where we're really thinking about buying homes, selling our homes, buying new property, buying several properties. Maybe we want to, like, get into flipping houses and things like that. You know, I know that. That's something that, you know, I always hear is, you know, it could be very lucrative or you could, you know, make good money, but there's a lot that goes into it, you know, and if you don't have the know-how, like, that's why I was saying, like, you know, it's, you're well, selling flipping, yourselves. Flipping is a whole separate thing from real, from real estate. True, like, that's true, true. I mean, that's, that's a whole a different nother, venture. Yeah. Right, right. I, I, I've heard. And that's why I was like, I literally told this to Rick Dog because his family does that. That's what his family, mm-hmm. his family, his parent, his dad and his family, his brother, they do that. They're, they're all into real estate and flipping houses and stuff. It's, it's, so Ricky was like, Ricky could have, he's yeah. like, Kim, it's a whole, cause I was like, cause I had, we have a friend that like knows of doing that too and is really successful with doing that. And so if you, if you, if you know what you're doing and you right. know it, it's pristine project management, like down Ugh. to like the day because really? in, for you to, in order to make a, a profit and get the work done and get the house sold, like it all has to happen quick. In, a, in a quick little time. Uh-huh. And you, and you, there cannot be no fuck ups. Really? And, you, and it happens a lot. You'll see it on the shows. You know what I mean? Like they find this what unexpected, shows? um, like HTV shows. Oh, okay. I'm like, what shows? HGTV. HGTV. Sorry. Um, they'll do like, you know, they found something when they were trying to fix something else. And then it's like, now it's $30,000 more. And right. this, this happens, dude. And most of the time when you're buying these flips, these houses that are being sold so cheap, it's like you drive by it, you like it, okay, write us an offer. That's it. They don't let you go inside. You don't know what, what? the hell's happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. It's And it's so competitive it's right now. It's sight unseen. It's oh my so God. competitive. You can't even fucking see it? No. No. You better like it. No, and not what? even. Or hoping. Like one time I was watching um, one of those shows and... 
the guy only bought houses sight unseen. So what does that mean? Is it like, like a foreclosure or something? It's a foreclosure. You so don't. Usually, so usually these houses that are being sold super cheap, it's like a distressed property. Okay. So it's been abandoned. They can't afford it anymore. Nobody's living there. But the city's like, all right, let's we, let's sell it. Or That's what um, Pajanat's husband, Wade, that's what he did. He bought that house. Yeah. And There's, he's been fixing it up. He lives yeah. in there and he fixes it up. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's like unfinished right now. That's like crazy. That's I didn't know that you yeah. like don't you can't see it. No, well, either. Every parent transaction is a little bit different. Okay, so depending on the you know the circumstances. Where you're at. Yeah, and like okay, there are some you know some wholesales some so wholesalers that'll do like a one day showing, and if you miss that showing, wow. You yeah. Okay, so they make property, it really well because some of these properties are risky. You know, like uh-huh. you might be walking through and the fucking floor lets out. Oh like lord, the ghetto. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Ooh. you don't know. You know. Okay, so that's I the saw thing. one that was infested with cats. Sickening. Yeah, I'll move in. Did you like it? You weirdo. No, (laughs) no, they were. The thing is, her face. I was like, I guess so. I think I live here now. Without litter, (laughs) their urine smells like ammonia. Supposedly, and so the house smelled like they were like you couldn't even walk in there. Oh, you got to tear it down. You got to start from scratch. They they couldn't because it was it was going to eat into their profit. So they had to go and tear it all. Oh my god! They had to take it all out to the joists. Anxiety. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Well, I mean, like, I was, I think that's really fascinating because I do hear that it's like, you know, people are like, oh, I can flip houses, da, 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 da. But like, obviously, there's like way more that goes into it. Joey's in, so much more. Right, right. I mean, Joey, you're, you're a realtor. You help people find homes, sell their homes. But now I wanted to talk about this because I think this is a really like something that to really like talk about. We're in this space where we are people of color and we're experiencing obviously microaggressions, racism, all that shit, right? But I know, but I've been seeing recently with articles, but I know this has been happening from jump, right? That people of color might have a harder time selling a home, say like a black a black family is trying to sell a home with their black photos and maybe they're more, you know, I don't know, African inspired, you know, you know, art on the walls, things like that. They get, they get an appraisal for their home and it's say a number and then they take it down. They, they, they get like, Oh my God, this is bullshit. This number is horrible. Like then they white, basically they whiten the house, take all the pictures of them and make it like look white and their appraisals like 10,000 times more. I don't even know. So like, what is your experience with that in that space? So yeah, you know, I have it hasn't happened to me personally, but okay. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I've heard about that. You know, I, I think I, I think I read a story about on in Inman. It's like one of our kind of like realtor things that we all listen to or watch, and you know, they did a study in Florida and like okay. an actual you know where it happened. You know, and they like, but the thing is, sometimes the the, the appraisals can be a little subjective. But there was such a huge disparity in, right. in one one appraiser did, and then the next appraiser. It did was like a hundred thousand yeah. dollars or something like. Like I, that, right? might have, or I feel like it was sixty thousand. For 60, some reason, 000? that number okay. sticking out to me. I know okay. I would ha- we'd have to look it up, but okay. basically, you know, one appraiser went through there, and obviously, the family had all their pictures up and whatever, and he gave them one price, and they were like, "Yo, this isn't right." And then they, like you said, they they removed all the personal belongings, and then all of a sudden, the house was worth more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, it's it's crazy. I I haven't personally seen it like in for me, but I I definitely see it. You know, yeah. I. I I could see it happening, you know? Well, and then Joey, like you are a man that is, is Latino. Yes. Your name is very Latino, like Jose Luis, right? However, when you look, when you look at Joey, Joey can pass as a Caucasian man if he so chooses. However, Joey's very proud to be 
Latino. <laughs> exactly. He speaks Spanish. Like, you know, so how was he your experience? Chilaquiles. Chilaquiles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like, I love chilaquiles. No, but like with your experience so as a white passing man. Yeah. That you say that. Okay. So I literally was just at an awards show recently and... You know, it was a proud moment, but then it was also like a damn, like, you know, I was like, I want to, and it's something that I said to myself at that award show. And I said, why would happen? I want to see more representation of people of color in these awards. Really? Because it's They were giving them a way to like mostly Caucasians? No, it's, I'm not, it's awards based on production. So, and you know, in... In the, in the real, it was a realtor yes. awards mm-hmm. Oh, in terms real- of like how much money yes. they sold. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. And I was okay. like, and I was like, you know, and I wonder like, are we allowed in those rooms where those big transactions are happening? You know what I mean? Are we there yet in oh. terms of, so, you know, well, every, it, it, what I was saying is like, I did see some representation of black and Latino and people of color, but for the, you know, the lion's share. The big it kahuna. Was, yeah. It was the all, Lincoln Park listings. <laughs> Them Gold Coast listings, <laughs> the big numbers, yeah, the right? High net, the high net, you know. Okay. And it's like, so it's still a white space, predominantly. You know, it's. I, I think there's there's you know there's a mixture. You know what I mean? But in in terms of and for me, it was just like, all right, I want to be up on that stage, be to be as a person of color accepting mm-hmm. award. You know, as being a top producer. You know and I, I mean? like that because you would go up there, and even though Joey, you're allowed in those spaces. Let's just be real. Like you're a white right. passing male, so you might be allowed yeah. there, but to go up there and be like. Hola, my name is Jose Luis Martinez. They're going to be like, who let him in here? <laughs> like, hey, he got passed. No, like, <laughs> I already know all the like Caucasian female realtors will be like, he's hot. Oh, <laughs> come on now. You fucking know it, too. Yeah. You fucking know. So I did. I had a tuxedo. That was the day. I don't know if I did. You see me? I had a tuxedo on and like that low cut, like white shirt. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, you yeah, had yeah. a low cut. Looking, you never were low cut. Like the chest was out. No, I was looking like a snack that day. And, <laughs> Come on now. I was, I was catching catching the eyes, catching the look. Joey always yes. has his chest out. I love it. Come on now. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Okay. So then like and then so what are some and things? And also so and so in on the other side. So obviously we talked about the realer side. Yeah. But on the buy side, I think that oh, yeah, so yeah, many yeah. people, there's so many misconceptions when it comes to home buying. Okay. And that's something that I wanted to share today because I a lot of people think you have to have twenty percent of a purchase price. And that is one of the biggest like no you don't have to mm-hmm. is it something that's good in real estate yeah because it's like you get better financing you get priority when you know when they're picking different offers because they're like okay this person has money but it's you don't have to have that you know i would so typically right now with the fha program yes so the federal housing authority yes typically the down payment can be about 3.5 percent which okay. is a big number so say so say you're working on a goal like say oh i need to lose 20 pounds you know what i mean or oh i need to lose three pounds wouldn't it wouldn't you be a little bit more motivated to you know lose that weight if it was only three pounds right right so it's like i feel like some people like have this idea like oh i have to have 20 percent in the bank account yeah. It's like, yeah no you don't and a lot of things too is like a lot of people are listening to what their parents have told them right when in which it was a different generation you know what yeah. i mean and it's like we're things are different now lending standards are different credit standards credit standards are a little bit more lenient as well oh really yeah okay so, I mean, you obviously having a better credit score means you're going to get a better interest rate. But okay. people are, and you'd be surprised because people are like, oh, I have the worst credit. And you'd be what's like, what's the worst? Like, what's. So credit's on a scale of, right? Mm-hmm. So it's from, I think, 
the highest you can get is 800. Yeah. You can actually, mm-hmm. I've heard of people who have like higher than 800, mm-hmm. but it's almost like, how the hell that's who like are you? Yeah. That's like Jeff Bezos, probably. Yeah, only him. above 800. He always shows up on your show for free. No, he does. I know. <laughs> he needs to start paying me, like for right. Real. <laughs> can he, for Amazon, real. can you sponsor them? I know <laughs> that ass. No, for real. I'll take that. I'll take the sponsorship. I know Becky's on a, behalf of. Hand. Well, I don't know. They're going to be unionized <laughs> now, so shit's about to get weird. Oh, Did you see that? Oh, they are. Yeah, you didn't see that. Did you? Just, I missed um, that. One of the one of the dudes that got like in trouble for something um, organized a whole ass union. Yeah? yeah. Well, is it like how do like on local sectors or is it just like the whole entire bitch. So I, I think it's. Just, I think the first one. What you okay, said. Okay, like local. I didn't tune into the whole Cause thing. Because it's, cause it's yeah, huge, cause it's, right? It's huge. Because yeah. the thing is, it's uh, what's happening. Like with Starbucks, there's been a few Starbucks locations that have uni- unionized. Mm-hmm. I think there's been like two or three. Okay. Um, they could they have to unionize by location. Yes, that's actually happening uh-huh. in cannabis too. There's certain dispensaries that are actually unionizing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, How do you guys I, feel yeah. about unions? Like. Uh, it's tough because like I've I've never personally been in a union. So and I know Ricky is in a union. So Ricky's in the you know, he's in IATSE, so he's in the film it's a fil- it's film crew. You know, he's in the electric um unit. So he's an electrician on set. So they, he handles the lighting. Um but it's IATSE, it's I whatever, I can't really whatever. But that's but it's filming, right? But then there's also like the director's side, they have their own union, the cameramen have their own union. So it's really crazy, right? And the thing is for him, it's like really protected. They need that. Because when I tell you, like they just actually had a huge strike. And um they they said like, cause basically, you know, they were they were getting around everything. Like they were like, because you know, basically, if you don't, if you work a certain amount of hours and you don't go on lunch breaks, you get union and charges, a penalties. Standard as mm-hmm. well. Well, yeah, that, I mean, like they protects they were, workers. Ricky was working on a show, and he was working like literally like tw- like fifteen hours. Like he would work fifteen hours, and then like he'd have to be back on set in like a couple of hours. Yeah, that's crazy. so he'd come home, like sleep for a couple hours, and then get right back up and go to that's bed insane. set again. That's not safe. People are driving to to work. How is that safe? So I see the I see that side because I do like I see how and then they really did. They talked with the um with the film you know executives and you know the TV executives or whatever and said, hey, what the fuck? You know, like our crew literally cannot do this. You know, like we will there will be it will be dangerous. They they haven't seen their families. Right. You know, so they had to do that. And I that's where I see unions as a good thing. But then there's also that whole thing where like unions aren't, you know, in, in right. like so I well, I don't really know. What are the do you any know of negatives when it comes to that, Joey? Like well, yeah, being the, a union? Can be, you can be in the union and be a shit, shitty employee, but if you're protected by the union, oh, no I one's see. You take advantage you. of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in that sense. And is that really it? Like, right. <laughs> lazy people? Right. Exactly. Once you're in, once you're in. And a lot of people will argue that that's one of the downsides, you know? And also, too, it's there's also things that can kind of go like a slippery slope, you know? Mm-hmm. When, if, uh, for instance, because it's not a law that a individual company, for profit organization, has to be in a union. They don't have to, you know? It's that's not a federally, federally mandated thing. Um, that's why like when you go to Texas that they had 
people can just do whatever they want with their businesses and pay their employees however they want. You know, mm. well, not there's obviously there's you know that's why a lot of these big like Tesla moved to to, to, to Texas exactly and talking about the yeah. huge, huge resignation. But there's also been a huge um, migration with yes. the United States, right. which is, I think it's also been fueling the the real estate market as well. You, you think know? so? Oh, absolutely. Real estate market like where in in Texas in Texas Florida, okay okay and like the thing yeah. is too is like the people in California like are fleeing the state like crazy. yeah apparently they're. Yeah. And they're upset with like the taxes and the legislation and stuff. And then they were shut down for a while. They didn't like, they didn't agree yeah, with how they really long they were down shut down a for. Of, a lot of people have moved to Texas. A lot of people have moved to Florida, Tennessee, mm-hmm. like just because they're tired of like government, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, Texas is like. Florida, they, you, they could do anything there. It was like a free for all down there. <laughs> Florida's yeah. in another part of like, the, <laughs> it's, Florida's in its own country. I really right. But they like. also have no income tax. Like when you like, so it's almost like, oh, okay. Now no, I see. Income tax. Okay. So you know when you 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 get you do your checks right like mm-hmm. when you get paid and the, they take the state income tax. Mm-hmm. So they in Florida you don't pay income tax. You don't pay state. Mm-hmm. You pay federal only. Yes. Interesting. I wonder why. There's other states too that do it. Really? That way. Yeah. I think New York, right? Isn't New York one no. of those states? New York, sure. you don't pay taxes when you buy shit out there. Really? Right? You don't pay sales tax. Is in that New true? New York? Is it? I don't or know. No? Am I making that, that up? That doesn't sound right. Okay. That I'm like, am I making that up? Okay. I also, yeah. We don't pay sale taxes in, in Australia, that's for sure. Yeah. Whatever you see is on the ticket, that's it. That's what you're paying. Interesting. And I loved it. I was like so used to buying shit out there. And when I got back home, I was like, the fuck? So this thing on the tag ain't what I'm paying? This is some bullshit. Yeah. So... But yeah. Because it's like, yeah, where's those tax dollars going? Where like, are right. they going? Let's talk about it. Like, right. I mean, because it's the thing, it's like New Yorkers, because like, I listen oh, to a lot of New York. $1.8 billion. Oh, you know, come on. And then the, and how shitty. And it's like, where'd that money come from? And how shitty is like the, the train station, the, MIT, the MTA right. is like still horrible. And yet they're like, well, I would, if I knew the taxes were going somewhere where it would actually have, help like you know me and like my livelihood you know it still sucks it's like so speaking of taxes and just roping real estate back in here yeah the disparity within real estate taxes within neighborhoods is wild yeah what do you mean by that so like certain if you want to live in a certain area like the taxes are more expensive like yeah so depending on where you are and like the value of the home and that's another thing that you know i we have to kind of like judge like because the bank will be like oh yeah you're approved for this amount and then you're like okay we have to factor in the tax amount yeah Property right. taxes. The yeah. property taxes are something you pay every year. Like, yeah, that doesn't go no away. way around it. Yeah. And some people can actually lose. You can lose your home if you don't. Literally, if you're, you're just paying your mortgage because you're like trying to catch up, and like you stop paying your taxes, like they someone will someone will come pay your tax bill, and if you don't pay it off in a certain time, they can actually take possession of your home. Oh my god! Regardless of your mortgage. Oh my god, that's scary. Yeah, that's scary. I, Usually, that's, the bank will you know start paying it because they don't want to use the lose the house. Oh, I see. Yeah, because they're because the you're, they, you're yeah. financed through them. So. Or if it, so, so but the cool thing is that there are some protections for like disabled veterans, okay. there are senior citizens, okay. and like if you own the home and you live the home as your primary residence, you get a little bit of a tax break. If you own the home, yeah, and is it, so sometimes if you're like an investor, you get taxed at a higher rate. So if you own the home as like your primary residence, you're like I'm living here. You get to oh, you get a, 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 an exemption status. It's called okay. homestead exemption. Look at this! All this like you know knowledge. Like, no, um, that's really interesting. Like I love that you're dropping on these gems because this is like that's the thing. Like I don't I don't know a lot of this 
stuff. And, and I'm, that, I'm sure people that I are think listening too, know. This is why I like working with like first time home buyers because it's my opportunity to like educate them because yeah. we don't like nobody teaches you this. Like no. this, there's no class in school. Like all there this, isn't. And sometimes the crazy thing is that the the times that I love the most, the most fulfilling about my job is when mm-hmm. people are like, thank you so much for helping me. Yeah. No, because a lot of people don't want to deal with first time home buyers. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm not trying to field 20 questions a day. Right. Okay. No, you know what I mean? But <laughs> right. like for that me, it's like, I want to be an advocate for people, you know, like, I, I feel like, and this is something I say, I was like, homeownership is for everyone. You know what I mean? Like everyone mm-hmm. deserves to be, to, 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 to own have their own home. home. Shout out to you. Yeah. Actually, yeah. like, let's just like plug a little bit of like, so honestly, like I love what's happening with, you know, um, earn your leisure and the master investor yes. who Joey actually went to high school with. What's up, Ian? Yeah, <laughs> Ian from the Ian, the master investor who you you put me on to him. Like you really yeah. did. He's from your. He went to high school with him and him and like him and you know um, earn your leisure and like the, the, like market Mondays. You put me on yeah. the market Mondays and like it's been a platform for people of color. Well, I mean it's 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 black men talking about finance, right? Mm-hmm. Which is so rare. Like you don't really yeah. see. Black men talking about finance. I mean, come on now. We're talking about you know their you know their bands. How much how much bitch how many bitches they fucking and like every rap song. But it's like I love that they're turning the narrative and like they just were on the Breakfast Club and they were just you know and and, you know talked to Steve Harvey and like I've been listening to to them since the beginning and since you put me on really. And, you know, I think it's great to talk about even they give out so much free advice. And Joey is my friend and also has a lot of knowledge. So that's why I was like, I just want him on the show just to have a conversation, too, because you just never know who's listening and who, who whose life you're going to change. Right. And I, I think it's huge about like gatekeeping, like knowledge should not be get, you know, gate kept, right. I guess is what you should mm-hmm. say. Like it should be free to everybody and it should right. be shared with everyone, you know, like. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's definitely something that I feel that's been held back from people of color. Like, I feel like white people really know a lot about this stuff. That's why they've always had the money. They've always had the know-how and all this information that you say. It's out there, right? But it's like... Well, access. You know what I mean? Access, that's another yeah. thing. You know, uh, back in the day, there was a lot of prejudice. You know, yeah. the people of color weren't given loans. There was, you yeah. know, it, it was... It was the, the the process to get loans was much harder for them, you know, right. and like that's mm-hmm. why so much so many rules were enacted, like the Fair Housing Act, uh-huh. the Fair Housing Authority, right. like which I'm thankful for that there are those because imagine if there those weren't enacted, you right. know, like it would it wouldn't it wouldn't be fair for everyone, right? right. It, it's did strange. I ever tell you guys about the time that I was gatekept out of something? What? I never told you guys this, right? No. So you would get kept for some dick. Or? No. <laughs> oh, shit. no. She's like, hell no, bitch. That's never a problem. <laughs> no. Can't relate. No, this was like this was probably like seven years ago, um, maybe eight. I was with working with my old boss, and she was also my mentor as well. She, I mean, she's she's still my mentor, but anyways, at the time she was my boss, and we were weighing options about getting into business together Mm. Um, and we wanted to create like a cosmetics line and um, we were doing all this research and you know I was it it was almost happening and there was a woman that worked with us in the salon she was employed by my boss who had knowledge of this stuff because she had her own makeup line and she had actually lived in Los Angeles for a while and she was really well connected out there and she had a lot of um contacts with different vendors within the industry um like with that you know I'm talking vendors that create cosmetic products yeah, no, you yeah. know for different brands yeah 
So we invited, we had a meeting, we invited her, you know, for lunch or whatever. And, you know, we came, we were explaining to her what we were doing. And she was straight up like, so basically what you're saying is you want my contacts. And mind you, her my makeup line, she like it was totally like she didn't exist anymore. She never she didn't have the business, but she had like she still had like the website and everything. But like she wasn't she wasn't um creating any more like skews or anything like that. She was kind of like checked out from it. Um, so she's like, so you guys do realize that I have my own cosmetics line. So essentially, we'd be in competition Competi- oh, together. And she's like, and I just can't share who my vendors are. It's just, it's not okay. I hate this. Yeah, it was very. I, I was like, wow, like, yeah. uh huh. And I was just yeah. like, this is, I don't know. <laughs> and the thing that kills me is and she straight up said that. Yeah, too. she wow. doesn't even work in the industry anymore. She doesn't even work at all. She's like. Got some like rich husband. Was she a white woman? Yeah. Of course uh-huh. she was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? No, this is a thing. But you know what? Actually, it's even more disgusting and sad when it's a person of color. It's like, because that's happened to me. Where yeah, like literally, true. and it was a black that's woman a well. doing that, yeah. and it was sad because she literally was that, her, that one. I'm sure burns. Uh-huh, it burns when really it's your hard. Own people, it's your own mm-hmm. people. The thing is, like, her mindset was like, I emulate and I idolize white people and what they've built for themselves so I'm gonna do the same type of practices that they do in hopes that I will also be successful there's one big thing Babu you are not white you are a black woman trying to trying to work your have a business in a white space sweetie they will never look at you the same and that's the problem and this is why I love platforms like you know Earn Your Leisure Market Mondays you know and like just you too Joey is a platform of like a person of color sharing this knowledge because it's so vital because that's what's kept from us for so long and it's like are you kidding me of course the white people are not going to fucking bring you in this they might say a little come on it's like my thing is like we need to share this with our communities we need to give the knowledge out you know what I mean so Support each other. And this is why I'm like, I'm sorry, but black and brown people, people of color, we need to buy our own products. We need to support. We need to stop supporting these big corporate companies that don't give a shit about you. Right. They don't care. At the end of the day, it's all about money. Right. right. So if you have your friend that has a business, support them. Right. If you have a, a, a friend that's a lawyer, hire them. Right. Hire Joey as your realtor. You know what I'm saying? Especially because... I don't know if you guys know this, but the tri- the Tribune um, ran an article a couple days ago about the upcoming problem. There's a it, here in the state of Illinois. There's going to be just what's known right now about two hundred and fifty thousand seniors who are undocumented, who because they were undocumented, they're like working by like getting paid by cash, okay. or they're not given. They, they're not. They they don't have any opportunities for like to pay into social security um, or Medicaid or anything like that. They're not eligible for any of that. And they're here. They don't have family back home. They have, they can't be deported back to Mexico at this point. You know what I mean? They're just too old. So what's going to happen? It's going to be a huge crisis, you know? And it, honestly, it kills me to, to read that because I thought of my own father who, Mm. you know, my dad 
is cr- like he's cr- like him and Joey are like best friends, you know, like seriously, <laughs> like they literally <laughs> talk can't. all day long about Do real they? estate. Oh, yes, yeah. like deep in real estate, all day long, you know. Wow. And Joey's like, and it's funny because like I, I mean, I know about it because I've listened to my dad talk about it my whole life, right? But I don't care. It's literally, it does not make me tick. Like it makes Joey tick. Clearly, you know? like, is somebody <laughs> and, talking about real estate? Right, right, wow. and so. My dad, you know, he has all these siblings here that he, for years, has encouraged them, like, guys, come on, like, get with me, like, you know, we can do this, we got to, like, we have, we're, we need to save up for our retirement, we can't work like this forever, and, you know, it's sad because he has a few yeah. that didn't listen, and thank God, uh, my cousins, you know, are successful and will probably end up taking care of them, right. that's not a worry for me. But it's like think about the people that don't. But think about the people that don't yeah. exactly. And so that's the. And, and I think not to interrupt. And I think mm-hmm. the thing is, is that there's a lot of distrust within the people of color community yes. with with bank and savings. Like, so we work with a lot of clients that what's called like an ITIN. So it's like people who are undocumented. Like there are ways for them to purchase houses. Okay. But so you, you, even when you purchase a house, it still has you can't just take the cash out of your you know underneath your mattress and go buy a house. Like that's not how it works. Like it Ooh. has to. Come, yeah, you have to have a paper trail. Yes, there has to be a paper trail. Okay. It, well, basically, so these are there's things that's called money money laundering laws. Right. So they want to see where did this money come from. Right. So you and the thing is, a lot of these you know people you know uh-huh. oh, they don't have trust in the under- bank. <gasps> yeah, they're like, no, I don't, oh. I don't. I keep my money at home, and it's just like. What do you mean? And but that's probably explains why they never had savings accounts or you know so they investment accounts and you stuff can't like buy it. like say for example I got a hundred thousand dollars in the house mm-hmm. for hundred thousand dollars I can't just pay a hundred thousand dollars in cash for a house no that you have to prove to, it ha, yeah it, 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 there has to be a paper trail of money and this even if you this, pay it off in full yeah they do this because of money laundering okay you know like so what if a drug deal right some drug right. was like hey girl buy this house for me right you're like okay and you show up <laughs> you I show sound up like at that. closing day and they're gonna be like where did you get this money from? right right <laughs> so you have right. ha- the bank who's coming for me right, right. <laughs> okay well that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense and you know shout out to your i mean shout out to your dad you know what i mean he like Right, but you know? but to your point, it's like he was ahead of his time. Yeah, you know, and it's like I know, I know, I know, because for me, like I just know how I am, and like sometimes I roll my eyes at things, you know. But like, guys, it's serious. Like yeah. when people, when when your peers are sharing this knowledge, like stop and listen, you know, yeah. like really stop and listen and take it in because mm-hmm. the you know the reality that we're in right now, you know, I know things and, can change at any moment. True. But the re- if we stay on this trajectory, we're going to get old and we're not going to have the the strength to work. You know, you're going to need a, ba- a a savings plan of sort of, a, you know, a safety net to like yeah. where, how are you going to eat? Where, where are you going to be housed? How are you going to pay the bills? How are you going to pay for medication? You know, yeah. like that's. And don't be afraid to ask questions. You know what I mean? Like if someone knows, you know what I mean? Like, like to me, they're like, Oh, I was afraid to ask. Cause I didn't know, you know, don't ever be afraid to ask questions about when it comes to money or financing and, and have that conversation. I think a lot of time people are like, Oh, it's rude to talk about money. And it's like, no, Well, you know, that's been systematically like ingrained in us oh, to don't do talk that. About yeah. Don't. And it's like, yeah. well, why not? Like yeah. talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. talk, know. you know, maybe you, yeah. you can have an eye opening conversation with mm-hmm. someone and like, 
Yeah, well, no, that's huge, Joey. Thank you for saying that because I really honestly think that's important for us to share that knowledge within our communities. Like, for example, even content creation, right? So we're doing this thing, right? And like, we have big plans for this podcast. It's just on a more level, doing events and all sorts of things. And I don't know necessarily what is a proper way to charge certain of, you know, for sponsorships and affiliate links and things like that. And it's like, because nobody's sure, like no one's sharing this information, everybody's keeping it to themselves. And like, you know, it's like that whole gatekeeping thing. It's like, right. you know, so my thing is like, for example, like say you get a job, like you get offered a job at a position, right? And you don't quite know what is the, what you, what the, what they're offering to give you. Say you like undersell yourself. Say you're like, oh, 80,000. And then they really have a, they really have a salary. Like, like they have enough money income for 130,000. I saw that you know? recently. It was something on the internet. I saw I that too it, on Twitter. It was where, and a woman said, it was a woman. Like, yeah. You know, I, I had to put this out there and I felt bad because this girl didn't take the job. And that, she didn't help her out. No, you're a part of black bogus. Twitter. I was going to say, <laughs> I am. I, I feel like this was on black Twitter. I'm like, okay. yes, come on, Joey. Yes. I love Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. very much that it was a, it was a black woman that literally was like, kind of like, try, like kind of to be like, look at me. Like oh, I did that. Right. But she actually was like, she was, she was boasting that she saw this girl that applied for a job that also um, literally like she asked for say $80,000, but they had a whole income of like 130. And then for her, she was like, well, she should have did her research and found out she missed out. Everybody dragged her through like oh through the mud. God. Cause they're like, but you didn't help her. She yeah, don't know. Right. And they dragged her and yeah. it was like a big thing. And it's like, yeah, you're, you're the fucking problem. You see and this other black thing woman. Is like yeah. this information isn't shared. Like yeah. when you, you know, everyone, you never take the first salary. Yeah. You always yeah. say like, you know what? I, you know, according see, to my I finances, I don't know. Blah, that see that's the thing i don't know yeah, this because at this point they've you're now they want you you know what i mean at first right. you, you made an you know they've invested time right you probably had two or three interviews so they're like okay fuck like let's what you know whatever that first paper is and they send you in your offer letter be like okay i'd like this though see that's, what's the yeah. worst thing that they're gonna say I guess people are just so scared that they're like, oh, we're going to find someone else that will take this lower offer, right? No, because at like that the- point that they're writing you the offer letter, they've invested enough time and they want you for your talent. That's true. So now it's like, and they, and they know that people are going to do that. Yeah. So anytime people, people don't, they're like, fuck yeah, and put that back in the bank. See, I know. And that's the thing. I'll admit it. I haven't done that because I don't know. And I'm over here like, oh, I shouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying is that this is why we have these conversations on here, guys. Like, I mean... I want this to be the norm. I want this to be a regular thing where we're like, okay, helping each other out. Like, I mean, even in our friend group, like for, a, for the longest, we don't talk about this. So we don't talk about money with us either. And I, I'm like, honestly, right. I've been trying to be more open with that within our friend group. I know that's something I need to work on. Like, yeah. Cause time. remember how I, I didn't, I told like, y'all when I was time. getting fucked over and you go, you were like, what? Yeah. Kim, we had no idea. If right. I knew that this shit was happening to me back at, like, you know, back in the yeah, day. Yeah. I would have, I would have at least I been, been like, like, girl, you need to quit. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, so, but yeah, that's kind of what it is. And I don't want to be negative about, I really appreciate Joey being on the show and just dropping his knowledge and sharing his story about, you know, his take in the great resignation and how he now is a successful realtor. Cause right now yes. Joey is successful. He's awesome. And, and guys, at this point, I do want to give Joey the time to, you know, plug whatever you want to plug Joey. Let us know where we can find you. Well, you can find me on Instagram for sure. I think that's probably the easiest platform. So Joey sells Chicago, um, is my Instagram handle. So give me a follow and say, hi, I'd love to, I'd like to interact with my people. 
Yes, he does. And I will put them in the show notes and the in the show details and the You may you know, see cheeks on there from time to time. <laughs> you know, he gotta sell them houses. Right. So sell your houses, and right? Not, it could be my cheeks. <laughs> Kim's could be, cheeks. Could be many a cheek. Okay, we don't know. I know. Double I, cheeked up. Double cheeked up. That's your literal was, best sale. I was gonna say I was like, this I know. is her her, her I'm gonna get her a shirt that says double, double cheeked, cheeked up. up. It's gonna be it's gonna be great, actually. I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna make some graphics for you. That'd be cute. Yeah. Would you guys buy a Go shirt that said double cheeked up? Yeah. yeah. I know Becky would because she's like, that's my saying. I'm gonna do it. Because you used to do graphic design, right? I still do. I make all the graphics for the show. That's awesome. Yeah, the Kimoology girl, that's me. You're, and I drew it. You're like the jack of all trades. She really yeah, is. Yeah, but I just want that to reflect my bank account. So it will. <laughs> there you go. You know what it I'm will. saying? Like I'm tired of being good at everything, but not seeing the money in the bank. So that's what I'm tired of. And I'm gonna fucking scream it to the rooftop and it's you know, coming. it's crazy. No, my worth, this y'all. Show, I know. I want you to. See, this show is like, it's supposed to be like a three-person job, and for people in the background, you know what I mean. Like, with like, you, she needs like an uh, like an editor. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. needs like a videographer. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Rick's the producer. Yeah. You know, she needs someone who could be like monitoring and like keeping track of time. Yeah. Like, and a she producer. does it all yeah. like by herself with Rick. You know, like. Because I literally just show up to record on Mondays. I'm like, <laughs> I'm literally a Becky's in Mexico co-host. again, guys. <laughs> She's naked in Mexico. So <laughs> it's just us. No, just <laughs> no, but I, but even you being here is huge. Yeah. It's, it's no, huge. You know? I do help out. It's fun. Yeah. yeah Becky's fun. a it's big a part. Time, yeah. And then uh-huh. even Joey, like all my friends that help out, support the show, anybody that like listens, you guys are helping too. You guys are a big part of it. I couldn't do it without the listeners. I'll be here talking to you and the cat. Oh Nobody wants to hear, like, no one wants to hear this shit. Like, <laughs> Shout out to Chris. <laughs> but no, I really Prince do Georgie. appreciate all the help, all the support. And that's, again, guys, if you already haven't, if you like this episode, go on Apple Podcast and leave a comment, subscribe, follow, whatever the fuck they tell you to do at this point. <laughs> Rate us, you know, comment. Listen to you know. everything they say. <laughs> right. No, because they change it from subscribe to follow right. to this, to plus, and I'm like, whatever it is. Download. Now. Download. Just you know what download I mean? us, subscribe, follow. Yeah. But leave right. us a comment, because honestly. For Becky's OnlyFans. Yeah, no, seriously. It, yeah. My OnlyFans. OnlyFans. <laughs> That's actually really fucking cute. It's just, Only flans, it's just her it. eating flan in bathing suits. That's, and you would have that, a million yeah. people watching you paying Double you. cheeked up. Double cheeked up. And on that like note. A full B. Here we go. <laughs> and on that note, guys, we want to thank you once again for everything. <laughs> and like, oh, we can you can also leave us a subscription, uh, subscribe on Spotify. And tune in, guys. Find us on Instagram if you haven't in the show notes and the, pro- the details. And tune in because we're going to go live. We're going to do fun things. Uh, the giveaway. I still want to do a giveaway this month. So definitely check out the Instagram for that. I love um, Yeah. We're still working really hard on the event I have coming up. So really getting a lot of things in, like, in line. Sponsorships. All sorts of fun stuff. It's going to be a really good time. When um, is your event? I'm working in August. But I don't want to get of any details yet until I get okay. things like the cross the T's and dot the I's. You know what I mean? I'm excited. And yeah, you're gonna be on this. You're gonna be a big part of it, Joey. You guys get to meet Joey in person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Out. So yeah, it'll be really fun. If you're in the Chicagoland area, I know we have listeners outside of Chicago. So shout out to you guys. We really appreciate all our international listeners. But yeah, and is there anything you guys want to leave the people with? 
Um, thank you everyone for listening. Kim and Becky, thank you so much for having me on your show. Mm-hmm. And like I said, don't be afraid to ask questions <laughs> when it comes to, you know, financing, banking, credit. Like ask your people, ask have these conversations because someone you someone in your own friend group might have that yeah. knowledge and you know, uh, the more you talk about it, the more it becomes like a reality, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I said, homeownership is for everyone. Shout out to that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And on that note, guys, <laughs> Peace, love, and chicken grease. (laughs) Bye. I love chicken. (laughs) Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. (laughs) We'll shoot the damn dog.